Double Play is a Palm Beach baseball podcast. It's me, it's me, it's Mikey B. It is your Friday dose of baseball from the Palm Beaches. Um, I ain't got much to review this week because, um, yeah, so rain came and washed out all of our Saturday slate. It washed out all of our Sunday slate. So we didn't have a lot to talk about uh, when it comes to the review portion that normally starts the show. Um, so I'll peel back the fourth wall a little bit here for you guys. Um, I've had a lot of fun doing these episodes. I tell you that on the on the show all the time. Um, we've eclipsed the thousand listener mark. Um, so thanks to all of you at home that have tuned in and listened to me uh, tell you a little bit about the Palm Beach Baseball League. I appreciate um, all the love and support from all of you. I couldn't have done it without you guys. Uh, but I will tell you guys this much, peeling back that fourth wall. This episode uh, was a little painful to record for yours truly. Um, and not at any fault of anyone um, involved in the show, Ivani or my guest this week, Jason Rushinoff of the Palm Beach Heat. Um, but I had problems yesterday, which was Thursday. I had problems Wednesday. Um, with the app that I use, which is Anchor, who is our sponsor this week. Um, I don't know if it was me that was having the problems. I don't know if it was Jason that was having the problems. But I, at some point, was having like minute segments that I spliced together to finish the interview segment. It got to the point where um, we got to a point Thursday where I had to record uh, my other podcast uh, that I do with a group of friends about professional wrestling. Uh, you can find that at Take Three Wrestling in the Earnestly Speaking podcast uh, catcher um, on any of your major podcast catchers. But yeah, um, it got to a point where I had to stop trying to record with Jason because I knew I was going to have a ton of editing to do. Um, I've done a lot of editing. I got it spliced into what I hope is a good enough episode. I'm not going to be happy with this episode. And again, it's no fault of anyone. Um, I'm, I'm mad at myself that I wasn't able to get this stuff figured out. So again, sorry guys. Sorry to Jason. I'll get him on here whenever I can have a longer uh, interview with him. Well, maybe I can get with him in person once the season's over and have kind of a makeup episode with him. Um, but yeah, guys. So the episode, I mean, I know this one's going to be frustrating for me. Uh, but I'm a perfectionist when it comes to my podcasting stuff. So sorry about that. I'm going to work on it. I'm going to try to get some stuff figured out uh, for a backup plan in the future in case stuff like this happens again. Um, I am working on, you know, acquiring a GoPro to potentially uh, turn a podcast into a video cast, potentially turn it into, I can maybe come out and do some, uh, play by play on some title games. Um, that stuff's still in the, in the very early groundworks. It may not happen this season. Uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll figure out if I can get it done in the next couple weeks. Um, but yeah, so again, I appreciate you guys hanging out with me. I appreciate you guys coming back for another exciting week of sunny days and double plays. Um, again, thanks for getting me to the thousand, uh, listener mark. Um, you know, I had my wife tell me today that, she was hoping that this number would come and, you know, it only took me 15 episodes instead of 50 episodes, but I couldn't have done it without you guys. So I appreciate you all for hanging out with me uh, again this week. Uh, I'm going to turn it over to the interview segment with Jason. 
After that, you'll have your Beer League Vegas odds with myself and Ivani. No power rankings this week because nothing changed, obviously, because of the full washout uh, that was last weekend. So, uh, yeah, that's it, guys. Um, And I tease the potential of maybe having a little bit more information for an All-Star game for you guys. But that's in the Beer League Vegas odds. Enjoy the interview, though, right now with Jason Rushinoff of the Palm Beach Heat. Sunny days and double plays of Palm Beach Baseball podcast. Mikey B is back for the interview segment. I am joined by a catcher for the Palm Beach Heat, Mr. Jason Rushinoff. Jason, how you doing, bud? Hey, buddy. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, let's, uh, let's kick it back to the old school days. Uh, I know you were a member of the glory days. Yeah, yeah. The team of the past. Uh, let's see, where did you start? Who did you start with? And how have you made your way to the Palm Beach Heat? Oh, man, I uh, started off, man. I think I joined the league, I think, all the way back in, like, 2004. Um, I was introduced by, actually, a coach, which actually still coaches high school baseball for uh, Jupiter High, Andy Mook. And uh, I ended up playing uh, college ball at Barry University and uh, got through an injury. And uh, I still wanted to go out and play. And uh, he told me about this league, the NABA ran by Lou Palmer, which is actually the announcer, was the announcer of uh, the Jupiter League, you know, the Hammerheads, which was also the announcer from ESPN a long time ago. And uh, he's like, yeah, man, I, there's this team called the Glory Days. I'm like, okay, what kind of league is this? And he's like, it's some 18 and above team, but just letting you know, it's an older, older group, you know, here to have fun. They were in this league since like 1993. <laughs> You know, and uh, joined the league. Well, I think we had a game actually at Palm Beach Lakes, and we had a double header. And we had this game, I think they were called the Estilio Twins, which is almost pretty much like the Los Tigres back then. And uh, the coach was Joe DeSantis. And uh, all of a sudden, uh, I'm walking into the dugout and I see this big dude. And I'm like, oh my God, you're Dante Bichette. And uh, he's like, yeah. <laughs> And then uh, the good thing about this team is they were an old team, and they were like in their mid forties. Some of them were in the fifties. They had a guy on the team named Joseph Gray, which played for uh, the California Angels. They had a lefty named Glenn Lang- uh, Landy, which was a, a pitcher from the Braves organization. So they had a lot of old Major League Baseball players. So I'm like, wow, you know. But uh, you know, we were the oldest team in the league, and we were playing against a bunch of twenty year olds for some reason. We just beat them, and they got pissed off. <laughs> you know, I joined the league when I was the young, I was the young buck back then, but uh, for some reason we we just kept on winning, and uh, we started off in the Triple A division, and then we moved down to Double A because you know how Triple A is. I mean, it's all about pitching. You know, I mean everyone can hit, but pitching was definitely uh, a big thing. And uh, you know, after the glory days. Um, you know, I think we started facing a lot of injuries and stuff like that. Uh, I joined uh, Mike Solon, and uh, I think that was back in, like, 2013. Uh, great, great guy. Um, I first joined him, and I brought over one of our guys, uh, Jeffrey Tomlinson, which I think still plays a little bit, pitches uh, big lefty, and uh, joined him, uh, you know, and we started off the year, I think, 12-0. and 0. I think that's when I met you. I think you played for the Rough Riders. Yes. Riff Riders, was that 2012 or 2013? I don't know when you guys were established. Uh, 
I want to say it was the the fall season of 2012. 2012. Yeah, I, I know that you guys started off kind of rough. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, all, all things. All... Yeah, rough yeah. riders. It was a it was a rough spot for us. That's for damn sure. I mean, you, that's what it usually is, and I mean, especially in every single division. I mean, everyone has high hopes. Don't get me wrong, but sometimes in this league, you just kind of have to find just an identity you know i know like even right now i mean the panthers are in a rough spot you know they disband i hope that they get back together because you know they 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 love the game you know i mean they they're very passionate you know a bunch of guys i don't know what happened between them but they they always played hard you know they it's like every team sometimes you're just missing that one or two players um i mean even right now i think the you know, the Warriors and their first-year team, they start off, you know, kind of, you know, in a situation where they needed some some players. But I know that some players are starting to join them from other teams that they're not getting enough playing time and all that stuff. And, you know, they're joining up, and they're they're playing pretty damn good right now. You know, uh, they lost a couple of close games, and uh, I think they, you know, lost uh, by a run against the Sluggers, which is actually pretty damn hot right now. But, uh, yeah, man. Um, everything, you know, right now, um, with the heat, uh, joined them, you know, this year for the first time, uh, not playing baseball for nine years. Um, I haven't played a full season since 2013 with the thunder. Um, you know, and, uh, you start getting, you know, you start realizing when you get older, you don't have the same time, you know, you once won, once had when you're in your twenties. And uh, I know I joined you guys. I think uh, I played, let's see, I tried playing again back in, I think, 2017. And I joined Keith Buck's team, the, the Diamondbacks. And uh, I'd like to thank Keith and, you know, uh, you know, all those guys over there for allowing me to play with them. And then halfway through the year, I joined you guys. And, uh, you know, I tried coming back, but it, it was definitely hard for me. You know, it's like, you know, your body's not the same. You know, you, you always got to pick up a baseball. You always got to throw. You got to stretch more when you get older. And I thought I can do it, and I just couldn't, <laughs> you know. And then, and my, you know, I was like, you know what? This is it. I'm done. I can't do it. And then, you know how it goes. You always have that itch. And then uh, I wanted to come back. I finally, after, play, you know, being, uh, you know, my business of being a chef, you know, I finally got Sundays off. So I'm like, you know what? Screw this. I got to play. So it's the first year, you know, I actually been having Sundays off and playing a full season and I know I was looking for a team so uh you know I had a couple teams that wanted me to join them but I I really just wanted to just play play you know and uh the heat uh I heard was looking for a couple players I know that last year didn't win a game and I was like you know what 38 years old almost 39 it's all about fun so Jeff with open arms you know said hey come on down we play like six or seven scrimmage games. And I told him straight up, I'm like, you guys don't look like an own 15 team. And he's like, yeah, man, we, um, half our team from last year is on the team. I know that, uh, some of the players that left last year are on this new team called the Reds. And, uh, I think we played like six scrimmage games, only lost one. And, uh, we came into the season. Uh, we still didn't know where our main guys were. You know, we had an idea, but we didn't have a real, like, pitching staff. And uh, I think our first game, uh, we had the Reds, I think, one nothing going to the seventh. And, you know, we just had a bad inning, and we ended up losing the game. 
Um, we played the Panthers the second game. We won. And um, we realized that, you know what, this is not enough. You know, we're, we're trying to become something more. We're trying to uh, build a, a respect for this team. You know, and uh, I told him, like, listen, man, if you want respect, you're going to have to probably win the whole entire thing. You know, and uh, comes along, we just became hardworking, practicing more, trying to find more pitching. We only had two pitchers to start off. Now we have five. We have a lot of more players we're trying to join. Um, and I told him, like, it's not about how good you are sometimes. It's just building that chemistry. And that's what I had when I was playing for the glory days. And there were an old bunch of guys, but we joked around a lot. We text messaged each other. We had group chats. We got involved. You know, we have our own website. We have our own uh, app to check our scores. We bring in big crowds, you know. And um, we have uh, probably 19 guys on our team now. And uh, I tell you, man, um, a lot of our guys from top to bottom can hit, um, you know, and the good thing is, is that, you know, I used to have this one other catcher when I used to play. I played for the Cardinals with Brescia and, 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 and Draper and all those guys back in, you know, early 2000s. And uh, we never really had a catcher. We have three of them. So it definitely helps me, you know, especially this hot heat. But um, we have a hell of an outfield, our defense. Uh, has gone amazing in the past two, two or three games now where we never really had our full team. And now uh, we're getting our team back from injuries and stuff like that. I tell you, man, um, no mental errors, no, no errors at all. And uh, we've been pretty much on a good win streak. I think we won the last four or five out of six. Uh, we lost to a close one against the Red Sox. But uh, I think our team has a, a lot of unfinished business, you know, but um, I know that, uh, you know, this year pretty much uh, we have the Reds in our division, which is, I think, 16 or 17 and 0 right now. And, uh, <laughs> you know, that's that's our that's the team to beat right now. I mean, I know that a lot of teams are like, who do they play? You know, I mean, the central division's weak. You know, I mean, it's a bunch of young players or older players or people that hasn't played in this league for 10, 10 years or so. But, uh, you know, I'll tell you what. Since, since I've been looking at scores and all this other stuff, I've been seeing a lot of close games. You know, you know, the Astros lost by a run. You know, um, you know, the Warriors, you know, just barely lost the Sluggers. We lost one nothing. You know, we had the Marlins early, you know, in the beginning until we fell apart. So it's definitely it's not about our if our division's weak, it's about having pitchers. We're not the nationals. We're not the, the, you know, the thunder or not, you know, certain teams that where they have six, seven guys with like four guys that can pitch in relief. But uh, it's definitely a good division for you to not play that you haven't played in a couple of years, coming back from injury, starting off, don't know what to expect. So a uh, big shout out to David Sally for putting up a great league, you know, uh, you know, picking up after NABA from, you know, Lou Palmer. So I like to say thank you for, making this league, you know, stronger than ever. Absolutely. Um, you talked about them a little bit. Uh, the Reds, uh, 16 or currently 17 and 0. Um, let's talk about the Central Division playoffs because I believe with the rainouts last weekend, um, we've locked up the four teams and the seeding. Uh, the Reds will open play against the Astros. You guys will open play against the Sugar Kings. I had Jeff and Mike on earlier this uh, season 
and we talked about how Jeff was part of the family. Uh, what is it about the Sugar Kings uh, that you guys need to do as a team to get past them to potentially have a date with the Reds or the Astros for a Central Division title? Um, I've known the Kings since they first started back in the early 2000, I think 2008, 2009. Um, even when I was playing with the Glory Days, they always threw their lefty against us from the Cuban, you know, the, the national team way back in the day. Um, they're, they're a very, very uh, scrappy, family-oriented team. They, they've been together for quite a while for reasons. Yeah, so uh, I guess uh, with the Astros, uh, we played them a couple times. Um, they're uh, a free-swinging team, very aggressive early in the gate. Um, doesn't really make that many mistakes on defense. Uh, Pitching-wise, uh, they're pretty pretty good. Um, I know that they have uh, a big guy. I think it's their ace. Um, after that, um, I mean, they could use maybe a, a pitcher or two. Um, against the Reds, though. Yeah, I lost you. I got your part about the Astros, but then the Reds, and then it cut out. Uh, yeah, and then you got the Reds. I mean, they're 16-0 for a reason. Um, they hardly make any mistakes. Um, you know, their their pitching is pretty ridiculous. Uh, they got relievers. They got at least five or six pitchers. Um Defense-wise, um, you know, from the outfield to infield, they're very strong. I don't get this at all. What the fuck? my guest this week, Jason Rushinoff of the Palm Beach Heat for trying to do his best to work with me um, to get the interview segment done. It, it, it was a little bit of a rough, uh, rough stretch, but we got what, what I feel is some good content up. Uh, we'll work on it in the future, though, to get uh, better content uh, so I can have a backup plan if Anchor ever... Uh, kind of does me wrong again. But um, yeah, so that's the interview segment. I'm going to turn it over after our next ad to Beer League Vegas Odds with Ivani. Um, again, we appreciate you guys coming out and listening with us, uh, getting us over the 1,000 listener mark uh, for the show total in the 15 or 16 episodes that we've done this thing. Um, so from everybody in the sunny days and double plays family, we say thank you. Uh, enjoy Beer League Vegas Odds with myself and Ivani. And uh, – yeah, thanks, guys. Beer League Vegas odds are back uh, after a completely washed out week last week that we spent so much time uh, trying to figure out uh, betting odds and all that. We're back for another exciting week of action here, Palm Beach Baseball. I'm joined by my Vegas odd cohort, Mr. Ivani Valdez. Ivani, what's up, buddy? Going on, Mike. Another day in paradise. Another week of Beer League Vegas odds and another. Hopefully sunny and beautiful day at the Palm Beaches. Yes. Um, again, last week whitewashed all the way through, so I don't have any changes to my power rankings. I'm Neither do I. Whatever. So we're skipping the power rankings this week, guys. 
Um, the games, though, we have a slate of games on Saturday, full slate of games on Sunday. Sunday will be the final week of the regular season for the Central Division. They're wrapping up there as they get ready for the playoffs there. Um, the top four seeds have already been clinched in that division. Um, but we still have work to do in both the American and National Division. Let's start Saturday night, 6.30 start. St. Lucia's Field number one, the Palm Beach Angels, will take on the number two seed in the Central Division, the Sugar Kings. I have the Sugar Kings in this game at minus 110. I have the Angels at plus 105 and over under of 13 and a half. Sugar Kings by a final score of five to four. Mike, I got the Sugar Kings at minus 115. I have the Angels at minus 110. <clears throat> I think if the Angels, if all their pieces come out, and if they play us, play the Sugar Kings like they played us, I definitely think the Sugar Kings have a have a little scare on their hands. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take the Angels on this one. Final score, 6-5 to five with an over-under at 11.5. All right. St. Lucia's Field number two, the three-seed in the Central Division, the Palm Beach Heat. They will play the Palm Beach Hurricanes. Um, I, I think that this is a must-win ball game for the Hurricanes if want a chance to try to run down uh, the tribe for that four seed in, in the division. Uh, backs against the wall for the Hurricanes. The Heat have already clinched the three seed. They cannot move any higher or lower in the central division. Uh, I have the Heat in this game, plus 110. Hurricane minus 100. Pretty much a straight up, uh, straight up push here. Uh, Over-under in this game I have set at seven and a half. I'm going to take the Heat, though, to win this game. Final score of 5-3. to three. Mike, I have the Hurricanes at minus 110. I have the Heat at minus 110. Um, as much as it looks like the Hurricanes are having a difficult time right now, um... I want to say this is what this is going to push them over. Um, I think they're going to make they're going to make a little run. I, I think it, they're they're too deep in a hole to get back into playoffs. I think they win this one. Final score of this game, I'm going to go ahead and say eight to four in favor of the Hurricanes. Over under set at ten and a half. All right, St. Lucia's Field number three, the Palm Beach Diamondbacks will take on the Warriors from the Central Division. This is the final weekend of play of the 2022 summer season for the Warriors, as they will not make it to the playoffs in the Central Division. Diamondbacks right in the hunt, though, for uh, their division. Uh, I have the Diamondbacks in this game, minus 130. I have the Warriors at plus 145. Over-under set in this game, I have at 13 and a half. And I take the Diamondbacks by a final score of 9 to 4. Mike, I have the Diamondbacks set at minus 135. I have the Warriors at plus 175 over under set at 13 and a half with a final score of nine to two. All right. Final tilt of the Saturday slate. It is what I'm going to call the game of the week. It is the one seed in the national division against the one seed in the American division. 
South Florida Beach Bums will take on the Delray Nationals at St. Lucia's Field number four. Uh, I have this game. I have the Nationals going off at minus 130. Beach Bums plus 115. Over-under in this game because I think this one's going to be a pitching duel. Uh, I think the over-under here is going to be seven and a half. Final score is going to be 4-3 in favor of the Nationals. That seven and a half can go either way, depending who's on the bump. That it can. Mike, <clears throat> I got the Nats at minus 145. I have the Beach Bums at plus 140. Over under here for me is set at 12 and a half. Final score, nine to four in favor of Del Rey. All right, Sunday slate. We'll start with the Central Division. Nine o'clock from St. Lucia's Field was their final game of the 2022 summer season. They play the Palm Beach Heat. I have the Warriors coming in at this game, plus 130. Heat minus 135. Over under in this game, I have set at 12 and a half. I'll take the Heat here by a final score of nine to four. So the Heat and the Warriors both have doubleheaders, right? Yes. Back-to-back games. Yep. This could go either way. I have the Heat set at minus 120. I had the Warriors at plus 125. I'm going to take the Heat with a final score of 6-3. to Over-under set at 8.5. All right. Final tilt from the Central Division. A quest for perfection. The 16-0 JEG Reds, they will play the Astros, a division rival, uh, in a preview of a first-round playoff matchup in the Central Division. I have the Reds at this game, minus 145. I have the Astros at plus 165. Over-under in this game, I have set at 14.5, and I will take the Reds to finish the perfect season. Final score, 11-4. to Mike, I have the Reds at minus 170. I have the Astros at plus 200. Uh, Over-under set at 14 with a final score of 10 to 3 in favor of the undefeated JEG Reds. All right. Center, excuse me. The I think I moved to the American division now. And I did because I clicked. Nope. National division. I click buttons too fat. My fingers, fat fingers. Um, 9 a.m. tilt there. It is the Caribe Stars against the Palm Beach Thunder. Uh, I have the Thunder in this game, minus 135. I have the Caribe Stars at plus 145. Uh, I have a over-under set at 13 and a half. I will take the Thunder by a final score of 8 to 2. Mike, I have the Thunder at minus 140. I have the Caribe Stars at plus 155. Over-under set at 12.5 with a final score of 9-3 to three in favor of the Thunder. 9 a.m. tilt the South Florida Beach Bums after their date with the Delray Nationals. They play the Palm Beach Diamondbacks, both of these teams. Night games the day before. Uh, I have the Beach Bums here, minus 115, Diamondbacks plus 125. Over-under in this game, I have set at 8.5. The Diamondbacks, to pull off the upset here, I will take the Diamondbacks by a final score of 5-3. to three. 
Mike, I'm going to take – I'm going to have the beach bum set at minus 110. The Palm Beach Diamondbacks at plus 120. I'm going to go ahead and agree with you. I think this is going to be a, a little upset for the beach bums. I'm going to have a final score of 7-5 to five in favor of the Diamondbacks over under at 11 and a half. All right, final game of the Sunday tilt from this division. We'll see the Palm Beach Red Sox at 12.30 take on the Derby Sluggers. St. Lucia's field number four. Uh, I'll take the Derby Sluggers here at minus 115. The Red Sox at plus 125. Over-under in this game, I have set it 12 and a half. I'm going to take the Sluggers here by a final score of eight to five. My God, the Sluggers set... At minus 115, I had the Red Sox at plus 120. Over-under set at 10. I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to take the Red Sox in this one. Final score, 5-4 to four in favor of the Sox. All right. Sunday games from our division. Uh, 9 a.m. tilt, St. Lucia's Field 3. Los Padres, yours truly, Ivani Valdez, taking on the Palm Beach Hurricanes. Obviously, we stay unbiased in this uh, podcast. Uh, I'll set the line here. Padres minus 125. Hurricanes plus 140. Over under this game, I have set at 14 and a half. Final score, 9 to 3 in favor of the Padres. 1230 tilt, St. Lucia's Field 2, a game that I won't be telling you about. Palm Beach Angels taking on the Port St. Lucie tribe. Uh, before I let Ivani have his moment here, this is where I uh, let you guys know, again, if you haven't listened to a couple episodes ago, manager of the – or co-manager of the Angels, Frank Brown, uh, tentatively to be his final game before he moves him and his family, I believe, to the Nashville area. Um, so if you're in the area and you've played with Frank, you played against Frank, and you want to send Frank out in a good way, Feel free to stop by. Um, I will tell you this. I've been working with Ken. Um, I am going to face Frank in final at-bat in the league. Um, I'll break that news here. Uh, I'll let Ivani set the lines now. You know, funny story. I'm Not not funny. Uh, we played the Angels, I think, two weekends back. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was actually the same weekend that uh, they were on the, the podcast. I had them on the, ne- I had them on the, next, the next weekend, I think. I, think I believe, they played same, or was it, I believe it fell on that same weekend because okay. I know we were gonna do we were going to do a little contribute to uh to Frank, <clears throat> but he actually didn't end up showing up. I'm guessing he had work or um mm-hmm. something else. But uh definitely thank you, Frank. I'll try to see you on a, on Sunday, but man, we're losing a we're losing a vet. Yeah, we are. So Let's go back to Beer League Vegas odds, guys. All right, so I got the Port St. Lucie Tribe at minus 130. I got the Angels at plus 145. Over-under set at 12.5. I'm going to take the Tribe in this one with a final score of... What did I write here? 7-3. to Sorry. Oopsies. Final tilt from this division. It is the one seed versus the two seed right now and what could be a playoff preview. The Palm Beach Marlins take on the Delray Nationals. I got the Nationals here. 
I have the Marlins at plus 115. I've had Joey and Yovan on both. And they've both said that this is this is the team they want. So here's your chance, guys. I'm going to lay it out on the table for you. Um, but I'm still going to lean the way of the Nationals. But I think this one's going to be super close. 5-4 final. My over-under was 8.5. I know we already gave the Beach Bums and the Nationals game of the week. But, God, this this this, this definitely deserves honorable mentions. Absolutely. Um, I think this is this is going to be a hard-fought battle. Um, and you're right. You know, I've talked to Joey and, and Jovan enough to know that, you know, they're, they're hungry for Delray. So I think the Marlins are going to, are going to come out with a chip on their shoulder, hopefully. Um, and I'm going to take the Marlins in this one. I have the Nats at minus one. 25, I have the Marlins at minus, I'm sorry, plus 120. <clears throat> Going to take the Marlins in an upset on this one with a final score of 6-5 to five in favor of Fish. All right, that's Beer League, Beer League Vegas odds. It's been fun, guys. Sure has. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, next week, we've got a little bit more to preview, though, as uh, we'll be talking about playoff baseball. As the Central Division playoffs will begin, uh, we'll also have the uh, the way that the divisions line up. We'll, we'll kind of maybe know where the divisions stand, and we can talk preview a little bit of playoff baseball from the Palm Beach Baseball League. Also, before I let Ivani go, still working out the kinks on the All-Star game. Might have a date for you guys, but I'm not telling you just yet. Maybe we'll be able to break that on next week's show once I confirm with Dave later this week. Uh, but, hey, man, I appreciate you hanging out with me. Absolutely, buddy. It's always a pleasure. We'll talk soon. All right, man. Take it easy. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.